Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the local podcast. Today is episode 37. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That is my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. If you and your company are in need of some video marketing content, you can check out greensburgvideo.com. Or if you'd like to sponsor an episode of this very podcast, you can do so by reaching out to me at thelocal724.com and just head over to the contact page and fill out that form. This week, starting tomorrow, is the Love Local concert series in the courtyard at the Palace Theater. If you guys want tickets for that, it's a very awesome event. We've got this thing going from Tuesday to Saturday, every single night, two different musical acts, and I'm going to be there doing live podcasting with each of the musical acts. So it should be really fun. I hope you guys would come out and support the community and have some fun while you're at it. If you guys are looking to score tickets for any of the nights this week, uh, you can check out thepalacetheater.org. All right. In studio this week, we have Zach and Victoria Pickett, co-owners of the White Elephant Boutique down here in Greensburg and one out in Irwin. And uh, we're also going to address the elephant in the room. Yes. Victoria Pickett is a beauty queen. We've got a beauty queen in the studio, folks. She is Miss Pennsylvania 2020, and she will be going on to compete for Miss USA. This is wild. So strap in, enjoy this episode, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Local 724 Podcast in 3, 2, 1. In studio today, we have Zach and Victoria Pickett of the White Elephant Boutique here in Greensburg, and... Uh, and in Irwin, you guys have two locations? Yes. Awesome. And you guys are brother and sister, co-owners? Right. Right. All right. Thank you awesome. for having us. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. It's a fun fun thing to get you guys in here. I should have probably had you guys in earlier, but <laughs> I can't like, you know, can't have all the fire guests up front, so I got to like <laughs> spread you guys out. Nice. Right? <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the shop, how you guys like kind of got into the retail game and then we'll split off and we'll talk a little bit about you guys personally, your backgrounds and things like that. Sure. Sound good? Sure. Well, it's a little bit of a long story. I would say with how we got started, I would attribute that to my time in pageantry. I did pageants all throughout my, um, really my high school and college career. And through that, I had some opportunities to model at a place called Atlanta Apparel Mart. And basically what that is, it's in downtown Atlanta, and it is a building with about 15 floors of just thousands of showrooms. And a couple, it's crazy, a couple different times a year, um, brands and vendors will go down there and debut their new lines. And they have, especially for prom and bridal vendors, they'll have girls come in and model the new lines and like a little fun runway show for the buyers. Mm -hmm. And so I had some opportunities doing that. And that's how I really got involved in fashion and really started to fall in love with it. I also would go and run on my breaks to the boutique apparel floors just to see what would be trending for the next season. I would be in like my robe and my slippers and I would just (laughs) run down on my 15 minute break. Um, But I would see all these different women of all different ages, even women holding like newborn babies, walking around buying for their boutiques. And so I was really inspired. And at the time I was still in college at the University of Pittsburgh studying marketing. So I talked to my family and I had the idea for opening an online women's fashion boutique, kind of really as a way to see if I could do it, but also Mm -hmm. to try to make some extra money during college and put what I was studying to use. And, you know, we 
kind of threw the idea around for a bit over uh, mm. breakfast a lot of different weeks. Yeah. And, um, and I knew that I wouldn't be able to do it alone. I really needed their help and their expertise. Zach, he's a software engineer. So he's software engineer by day, white elephant tech guru by night. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my parents, their whole career lives have been in retail. That's actually how they met. Oh, okay. So I knew that I had all the resources just in my immediate family to make it work. So we kind of gave it a go. That's awesome. Thanks. That's really cool that, I mean, you had that, that all that support you right. know, from the get-go because, I mean, I feel like a lot of people could go to their parents and family and say like, hey, here's my idea. And they would be like, yeah, keep dreaming. Get <laughs> like, a real crazy, job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's maybe how it started. I think it is. Actually. Well, dad yeah, was actually the one that was really he, excited about it. He was so, he well, he's he had been working for, I mean, decades mm-hmm. running stores, you know, retail stores, but, you know, not once he owned. Right, not ones yeah. that he it was still corporate. Yeah, not yeah. ones that he had like personal involvement in, you know, creative decisions and, and, and less and less all the time, right? You know, mm-hmm. there used to be more of that and it, it gets more and more corporate, whatever. So he was like ready to go. I he think was from, excited. Like, right away. Awesome. <laughs> and eventually like we, you know, batted it back and forth and we were like, Yeah, we could do this. Yeah, we could do this. Like, why not? Let's do it. And, That's awesome. and, and we, with we, with me and my background in like social media marketing, with the mm-hmm. titles that I had, I knew that I had already an audience to market to with all of the girls that I knew through pageantry. Right. There is a very fine, I'd say niche market there where People can find really fancy cocktail and gowns to wear for pageants, and then they can find really super casual, but not that nice in-between that you need Mm -hmm. for rehearsals, appearances, check-in. And I knew that I could find that look, especially having been to that apparel mart. Um, And so that was kind of the idea, was to start market it to my friends, pageant girls across the country. I had that network, yeah. um, and it kind of grew from there. So we did pop-ups around the Pittsburgh area, and then in June of 2018, we had the opportunity to open our first storefront in downtown Irwin, which is where we're from. So it was right. really cool to open a boutique right in that downtown area that we've grown up in. Um, and my dad actually ended up taking early retirement the night before we opened the store so that he could come and help run it with That's us. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he it was came, really cool. It's been a family, a total family affair from the very beginning, but then it only got it only got more and more so like as it went on, you know, and he, he switched to full-time white elephant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And eventually, um, like my wife switched to full-time white elephant yeah. as That's we awesome. grew. Yeah, and so it's-, it's My really boyfriend's become, the photographer. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it did really go from like, Victoria wants to start a business- yeah. And we're to kind of like, excited about it too. <laughs> like the whole family's running. And my, my mom and I are the ones that go on the buying trips together. So oh, a couple, fun. well, not, you know, circa 2020, but yeah. <laughs> prior to 2020, we would go a few different times a year across the country to mm-hmm. the different vendor markets and buy for the store as well. That's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. It's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I actually used to work in a corporate retail environment. I worked at American Eagle. Oh, and, did uh, you? That's cool. So I was the video director down there. Cool. And awesome. uh, when I decided to leave, we were in the middle of buying a house. Mm. So I kind of needed that on the old uh, yeah. credit report. <laughs> and right. the day we bought the house, I went in and gave my two weeks and I was all done. That's exactly. how you would go and run my own business. <laughs> That's what you got to do. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's wild. But uh, I think it's, it's so cool that you guys like, you know, took this on as a huge team mm-hmm. family. Um, I mean that everybody's like really involved. It's awesome. Very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, a lot of it just came out of necessity. 
Like right. there's just so much to do yeah. that people just start picking things up. Like who can do this? Who can do that? I got to, who can learn this? Who can learn? Yeah. <laughs> Overnight. You know, a lot of it. Well, that was the thing too. Like when we approached it, we were thinking, you know, well, we generally speaking have the set of skills required to do this. Um, which was kind of true, but I think 90, baseline. <laughs> yeah, 90% of it, at least we had to learn along the way for sure. And so realistically, like, whatever skills we thought we had or we did have was really only like gave us the confidence to, to do it and mm-hmm. try. Yeah. We didn't know <laughs> yeah. most of what we needed, which I mean is probably the case with pretty much everybody that starts. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yep. And people don't realize that, especially for a business like a boutique, you are working 24 seven. I think small mm-hmm. business owners in general just work constantly yeah and it it's tiring but if you have a team where you can kind of farm out responsibilities Mm -hmm. it's a lot better and you're able to get the job done oh yeah for sure i mean and there's that whole sense of you know i'm not doing this for somebody else i'm doing this for myself right it's motivating i mean yeah and in your case i mean you guys are doing this for each other like your family right Right. so that's even more motivating yeah you know what i mean it definitely is so that's that's really cool so you guys opened the shop in Irwin in what year was that? June of 2018. Okay. And then Greensburg, the Greensburg shop? October, October of 2019. 2019. last year. Nice. Yes. That's awesome. And so, so we went in a, in a period of, what, a year and a half? Yeah. Well, no we stores. just, the Irwin store was like four to 500 square feet. It was a little mm-hmm. shoebox of a yeah. store. And it was perfect for what we needed when we started out. But we quickly realized that we needed to expand. Um, and wanted to expand. Yeah. So <laughs> the want was immediate. The want was immediate. Mm-hmm. And then the need came a little later. <laughs> right. So yeah. Like, we can't fit all of this in here yeah. at right. all. And so we were throwing around the idea of opening a second store somewhere else or um, waiting for the opportunity to maybe expand the first one if a store yeah. happened to move out. And so we did eventually decide on opening our second store here in Greensburg. But then like, what, two weeks later, our landlord was like, hey, the store next door to you is moving out. Do you want to knock a hole in the wall and double your size? And we were like, crap, if we don't do that, another store is going to go in next door to us and we'll never be able to expand this first store. So at the same exact time in 2019, we were doubling the size of our Irwin store and building this Greensburg store from the ground up, basically. And our grand opening date of Greensburg was two weeks prior to me competing for Miss Pennsylvania USA. Wow. It was a big year. Busy? I, I blocked out most of 2019. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I, it's, oh my it's God. a huge blur. It's like a huge blur. I don't, I remember, I remember like the milestones. Yeah. Oh, same. Yeah. And that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's insane to me to think that like, you know, you're taking a big step and opening a second shop. Right. And then at the same time, you're just like, well, we have to do that. I mean, that's, that's the move. You have right. to do that. You have to. So, you're basically opening two shops. Yeah, we had to then, plan two grand yeah. openings yeah, within did. three months, Holy two, three cow. months of each other. Yeah, and well, and then in the meantime, you know, we're still trying to operate out of the, the shoebox right. Irwin store. <laughs> but to expand, you know, they had to, I mean, that building is well over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And it's got really thick brick walls, <laughs> like the kind, you know, they don't make them like that anymore. Right, yeah. Those kind. Yeah, those kind. And so they had, we had to go, I remember me and dad down there, like covering all of the, like the merchandise. Yep, with, with plastic. With plastic. Mm-hmm. Because they were, the next day they were going to be drilling through 
Man. And it took them like days to, to just get through there. We would come in and there would just be piles of like orange sawdust yeah. oh in the God. corners. And, and like, we're like, we, didn't, <sighs> we don't have like a warehouse. You know, right. like that was, that was where we were shipping out of mm-hmm. everything. You know, right. now we've got a little bit more space to work with. A little, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but back then that was it. And, you know, we're trying to get all this done at the same time. And it was, it was a crazy time. I can't it even was. imagine just like jumping in the car to go to like Greensburg to Irwin and back and forth. And we like, put a lot of miles on our cars. No doubt. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. So why Greensburg? Talk to me about that. How, how did you guys decide on Greensburg? I think that the, the first indication was we had a lot of customers coming to the Irwin store from Greensburg Okay, and they were the ones that kind of piqued our interest to start. And they were saying, you know, I love your store. I love coming here, but I wish you were closer. And so we started looking more into it. And, you know, Greensburg used to be this really thriving town. And there were so many different shops, so many different things to do. And in most recent years, it wasn't really like that. Mm-hmm. But there was starting to be a resurgence. And as we kind of dove a little bit further into it we were like okay we really want to be a part of this we want to be a part of the community bringing people to the community and showing others that there is so much that greensburg has to offer there are things that you wouldn't even think that would be here like a cute boutique right um so we were just really excited about the community and the area and the opportunity yeah i mean it really is set up nicely for something like this for this resurgence to take place right i mean like you know, people think of, I didn't even know that like downtown Irwin mm. had a, an amazing like local scene yeah. down there right? until recently. And like, that was, that's like such a thing about like Ligonier. Everybody loves Ligonier right. because yes. of how it looks. And, right. and I it's been group. that way for, for like forever. Yeah. You know, back when there wasn't a scene mm-hmm. in, in maybe Greensburg or Irwin or whatever, you know, Ligonier has not changed in that regard right. for yeah. like a long time. Yeah. Everybody just like loves these areas and it's nice that Greensburg is, you know, we were there, faded away, yeah. and, and now we're coming back. I right. Think it's it's really, it's really exciting. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of these small towns are, and, and really, like, I guess that's the thing, why Greensburg, well, why Irwin, too, and it's because mm-hmm. both of these towns are really on their way up in a big way. There's a lot going on, and there's right. a lot of people opening really cool businesses or just doing really cool things yeah. in all of these areas, and, you know, hey, who doesn't want to be a part of that? Right. Absolutely. I mean, that was, like, the biggest thing. When I saw all of this starting to take place, I was like, man, I'd really like to figure out how to like shine a light on all these cool businesses and like right. all this yeah. cool stuff that's like, you know, coming up around here. And it's awesome that you do that. It's yeah, so it much is. fun. I really like doing this a lot because like, I mean, this is my opportunity to like network with people. Right. Sure. And I don't have to wake up at like five in the morning to get a like, BNI <laughs> or something like that. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's just like, no, you can come to me and we'll, we'll do this at like three in the afternoon. I got the perfect place for it. You should come here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, I mean, outside of like the store, the retail, all of that stuff, I mean, like, obviously you guys have interests, separate interests. You're a, you're a musician, right? I was. You were a musician? Yeah. Okay. I don't have time anymore. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm, dude, I was talking to one of my best friends yesterday and we were talking about skateboarding. We love skateboarding. Yeah. And that was just something that we loved to do when we were younger. Right. And we were just like, oh man, that was the first thing that dropped off. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like... Uh, and I actually thought of that one line in the Sandlot. It was like, 
you know, we all went out to play for the last time and nobody knew that it was like oh, the last yeah. time to go do that. And I was that like, man, so that man. hits hard. It really does. <laughs> Why'd you have to attack me like that <laughs> today? Oh, now I feel guilty. Yeah. My guitar's sitting somewhere. Right? I haven't touched it in Dude, a long time. Now's oh. the time. I'm oh, telling wow. you. And maybe. Yeah, it's, you in the, it's in the basement next to the bass guitar that I haven't touched in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit, I guess, about like each one of you, like your backgrounds and stuff. And then like, you know, kind of what your thoughts were getting into the retail business. You, we kind of, we kind of heard yeah. your whole <laughs> into the retail business, but like, right. you know, Zach, I don't know that, you know, any guy really thinks like, Oh, that's what I'm doing. Women's no. fashion. Yeah. Women's fashion boutique. Let's well, go. <laughs> it's, it's funny too, because it's less weird. I think it, it was, it was less of a jump for me considering how we grew up, mm -hmm. you know, mm. with, Right. Our father running stores and being very involved in that. Very business. enthusiastic right. about women's fashion. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Like <laughs> as a career. Right. right. So like it wasn't that weird. Yeah. Um, but no, I did not think that I would have a, a, a retail career. Even right. if it was on the tech side still. Yep. Um, outside of, you know, there are software engineer jobs for some of these big companies mm -hmm. that, you know, I looked at when I was graduating or whatever. And I thought that was about what it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but when this started happening, you know, I had been involved um, a few different times in a few different like startup type projects. Okay. I was really interested in that when I was in college and like immediately outside of it. He won Startup Weekend I in did Pittsburgh. one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With, <laughs> uh, with a group of people. And actually that was for a like a retail. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It we was were, for It was for retail. online shopping. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was a thing that I had looked at before. Okay. I had done some research into for a while. And then I was involved in uh, another, something that was in the, um, like the nonprofit space, you mm -hmm. know, and, and that was very local focused, um, you know, really focused on local communities and, and, and sort of bridging the gaps where there's like a lot of work mm -hmm. for community involvement and community improvement that needs to be done. Right. And there's a lot of people that might want to do that work. And how do we connect these things? Like that was that project. And so I was already sort of in the retail space once. Right. And then really thinking locally and communally. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, do we want to start like a local community business? <laughs> online. But, but also <laughs> online and like really tech it out and make it great. And then, and I'm like, yeah, that's not like, I'm, I'm familiar with these things. Right. That sounds really exciting. And, and, you know, so I was, I mean, I, I think it took like a minute to get me on board, but like eventually. Well, I think, I think the, the reason why you kind of really got involved is we were all like talking about the ways to do things. And you're like, no guys, stop. <laughs> this is how we do this. You're right. That sounds like me. You're like, let me handle like, what this. What if please? we do this? And I'm like, uh, -uh. Uh -uh. No, nope. we're going to use this platform. We're going to set the site up this way. Yep. We're going to offer these features. We're gonna yeah. Whatever. yeah. And yeah. And that's what and like, how do we do POS? I'm like, I got you. Like, yeah. Amazing. That's all that Cause I looked up, I had, I had looked into all of this already right. for, for like different related things. So like, I kind of already knew at least on a basic level, the answers they're trying to figure it out. I'm like, now nah, we got to yeah. do this. You're like, let me save you the time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just tell you how we're going <laughs> to do this. And it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it worked out great. That's awesome. I kind of did that with my wife. I was like, pretend that I don't know how to do laundry. And then she just does it. So yeah. it's just like, it's an easy way to make people do Is things that, that you want. Is that how that works? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like me personally, I always kind of gravitated towards like, you know, online selling and things too. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed my time, like in the retail game. Um, I thought it was really fun just to like, you know, be working for such a, a giant company oh, yeah. and, you know, 
having those benefits, taking the trips and, you know, doing all kinds of fun things, filming, getting right. to know like models. I mean, that was awesome. Yes. It was like, you know, uh, it's crazy just to like be in LA and just like have like Iskra Lawrence, like be like, Oh, Hey, what's up? What do you have for lunch? And I'm just like, Oh, Hey, it's a burger. I'm just, you know, whatever. And she's just like, all right, have nice and have a nice lunch. And like, like it's oh, awesome. okay. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's like such a weird space to be in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, yeah. um, and I kind of started a little bit in that world too, because even, yeah. even prior to modeling at the apparel mart, I was signed with a talent group and still am in Pittsburgh. And I started to model for companies like Fisher Price, mm-hmm. Joanne Fabrics, Philip Pelusi, um, Dick Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of had a little bit of that where I'm on all these sets. There's all these cameras, there's people yeah. I'm like shooting for Joanne fabrics. Like that's, it was a national campaign and I'm right. like 16 years old. And, um, and that was just really cool. But those opportunities helped me with this business too, because I'm the model for the website. Yeah. So all of that and all the experiences that I had modeling for e-commerce and I did, um, I modeled for Rue 21 once for their e-commerce yep. on their website. So everything that I did in that aspect also prepared me for this venture too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's just like, you know, everything I think that when we were just talking, when you guys got in here before the mites got turned on and it was just like, we were talking about like your, uh, drive as far as Instagram goes (laughs) and your marketing experience and things. And it's just like, if you look at your Instagram, everybody else should feel lazy. Everyone is just like, whoa, I'm not doing enough with my Instagram or marketing or anything. But see, I feel that way. I always feel like we can improve and kind of push. I don't know what else you're going to (laughs) do. I guess we'll find out. I'm sure she knows. (laughs) I'll come up with something. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we, and that's kind of what's been a little bit challenging. I know we haven't really touched on this yet, but um, for the past... I guess since November, eight months, nine mm-hmm. months. Um, in November, I won Miss Pennsylvania USA mm-hmm. 2020 and immediately started doing like multiple appearances per week, um, traveling every single weekend from November through February. I was booked solid every weekend and during the week. Um, wow. Also while trying to prep for Miss USA and run the stores. So almost immediately I had to be like, all right, all hands on deck. Who's doing what? Because I don't have time. (laughs) So we're still kind of in that mode. And that's what's been a little bit difficult for me because, you know, this is like my baby. This is our baby. Right. Um, And so it's been a good learning experience for me to learn how to let go a little bit and and give opportunities to other people and and let their creativity shine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I still, I guess it's good that it still looks like I'm like fully running it. <laughs> we have a lot of different people that um, help with our social media, yeah, which good. is great. We have a really great support team. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome that you guys have a team that you can like really trust to, to get everything out there and yeah. take yeah. care of things. I mean, like while you're on the road or doing whatever you have to do, right? it's got to be very, very comforting to know that like everything's good. The baby everything has great good. babysitters. Well, I, remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember when, when we were, had not been open that long in Irwin and we like, we're talking about all going on the buying trip and we were like, wait, we can't, who's going to run the store? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't all go. Uh-huh. What are we going to do? And now we actually can all be doing something else while the store is open yeah. right? and not we, have to worry about a thing. When we opened, it was just me and dad yeah. running the Irwin store every, every single day. We didn't mm-hmm. have employees yet. It was us. Yeah. And um, the first employee we had was my friend, Hannah. She lived in basically Baltimore, Maryland. I met her through pageantry okay. and we talked 
basically every day. And um, she coordinated a uh, like a photo shoot with four models that we knew through pageantry in Maryland. We sent her a bunch of clothes. She got a photographer um, and she did this whole shoot for us for the website, which was awesome. And so she also kind of started to get a little bit involved and I guess somehow we convinced her to move to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know um, how we did that. I think she also just wanted out of Maryland because she'd never gone anywhere else, really, yeah. or lived anywhere else. Or try um, something new. Try something new. She's in her early 20s. I got like, a friend in Irwin, I got a friend in Irwin. Let's like. go. So then she was our first employee. Um, and then, you know, as the holiday season started to come around, we started to hire on more part-time people as we grew. Um, so did our base of employees. And now we have around, excluding us, I think it might be almost 20 people on rotation. Yeah. Wow. Like something like that. Something like that. Plus, you know, a couple store managers. And, and that was the real push was, uh, you know, when you open a second store, yeah. <laughs> even if you can be in one store every day, like you can't run two stores, one town yeah. over from, so no. we just had no. to find really great people to uh, get involved that we could, and we knew that we manager, could trust to not just like do what we would want to do, but do things that we wouldn't even think of, you yeah. know, like right. even better. And our store manager currently at the Greensburg location is Bria, um, who I graduated with from high school. So I've known okay. her since like middle school. So that's, oh, that's been awesome. really cool too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's really neat that you guys are able to, like I said, you know, just kind of step away and feel comfortable. And, right. but you're like, you did this as a family and now you're like including your friends and stuff. It's, right. it's really awesome that that, like that whole network is kind of just starting to exactly. spread out a little bit. Right. So talk to me a little bit about pageantry and things like that. I wanted to save this for the end sure. because I want people to be like, I want to hear all about that. So you got to listen to the whole goddamn episode. Right. That was smart planning. Right. Um, so I started in pageantry in 2012 as a way to really gain more stage experience singing opera because wow. I'm an opera singer, um, classically trained at Duquesne University on the weekends in high school. They had a weekend program for kids and that's where I really got involved and was trained. And so I wanted to pursue that in um, college and I was actually accepted. I think it was one of like 12 students or something like that accepted into their voice program. Um, but before that, I didn't really have a lot of experience to put on my performance resume. Right. So I started to do pageants and I started out in this system called National American Miss, which is really focused on developing um, like the confidence of young girls. Okay. And it's about, it's very natural. It's, it's about developing confidence, making friends, um, you know, and embracing who you are. And so I was very interested because they had a talent competition and it was optional. It didn't count towards the overall score, but they had this extra thing that you could enter and like maybe get an award or something cool. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, how great would that be mom? If I won the statewide talent competition, I could put that on my resume. It would be amazing. And she's like, all right, fine. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I think I, I asked her for like three years and she finally gave in. Um, and I went to the, the state competition and in talent, I think I placed third runner up, but in the overall pageant, I placed first runner up and there were over a hundred girls competing. Wow. Um, so then I was like, oh, well, this was fun and it kind of turned out well. <laughs> I think yeah. I'll keep doing this. <laughs> Meanwhile, our mother's like, oh, she's going to want to keep doing this. Yeah. As soon as I'm on stage, it's like first run up. She's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> like, yeah. this, is, this is starting something. Um, and so I, I continued to come back. And then in 2014, I won my first state title and it was for that system. I was the National American Miss Pennsylvania junior teen, which 
the junior teen is like age division, um, 13 to 15. Okay. Um, and so then from there I got to go to Anaheim, California to compete for the national pageant. And there I placed first runner up to the national title. Um, Sorry, this is like super long pageantry background info, but no, it's all right. It's, <laughs> it's 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 interesting because I mean, like being a a kid at that point, like yeah. between thirteen and fifteen right. years old, like what what's going through your mind thinking I'm traveling to California because right. I'm I'm involved with this this pageant well, thing. Well, and that- honestly, I started doing pageants. It was my sophomore year of high school, and mm-hmm. I got a lot of backlash in high school from it. I was bullied a lot um, because people thought that I guess I assumed I was better than everybody else because I wanted to compete in pageants. When right. in reality, it was just something really fun, and it was different mm-hmm. and unique. It made me feel unique. It was something that um, not many people I knew were doing, and right. it was something unique to me at the time, and I just really enjoyed it. Um And so it was interesting, you know, whenever I won and then I did get to go to California and then I really started to see all the opportunities and experiences that can come through Mm -hmm. pageantry. It's not necessarily just a fun weekend once in the summer. There's really great opportunities through it. And networking is crazy. Um, Well, and to kind of top that off, when I got first runner up, um, as soon as we came home, I got a message from a state director from another system called International Junior Miss who said, hey, we saw you compete. We don't have a Pennsylvania teen. Would you want to take our Pennsylvania teen title and go and compete at this international pageant? And I was like, yeah, sounds great. And my dad was like, we have been home for one week from California. (laughs) Can we take a break, please? And I was like, they're giving me the title. Um, So eventually, I guess we all decided that would be a fun idea. And um, it was like six months later too, right? Like the pageant, it had only like, once I competed at that international pageant, it had only been a year, basically not even since I first won that other state title. So like all in a year, I did like three major pageants. And, um, I went to that national or international competition and it was the 50 states plus a few other countries from around the world. And I ended up winning, which none of us expected. (laughs) I think (laughs) we were proud. Oh yeah. We did not expect it. No, no. Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I never expected either. Um, But I I remember mom saying that as soon as they called my name as the winner, she stood up and went, we have a dog. Like who's going to watch the dog? (laughs) And um, because that's her top thought. That was her first thought out of her mouth is we have a dog. We have to travel now. Yeah. (laughs) What are we going to do? What are we going to do? With that title came an international trip in the fall and a Caribbean cruise in the spring. Dang. And um, I was what, like 18, 19 at the time. Now was this for the whole family? The whole family has um, to go on this? They can, but I'm, I got to go on the cruise. You got to go on the cruise. That yeah, was fun. That was fun. My whole family did go on that. But this is fantastic. It was pretty nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got to swim with the dolphins in um, oh, yeah. at Atlantis. I forgot about that. Can we How pretend you I'm like your that? cousin? Yeah. Something like that. Just be like, I'm here to do talking things. <laughs> He's here to film. Um, yeah. Well, and that's like when you win these titles, they the prize package is really for you. Yeah. So um, anybody else that wants to come on the trip, they kind of have to pay their way. Mm-hmm. But my mom traveled with me everywhere. So our international trip in the fall was to London and Paris. Holy cow. Uh, so my mom and I got to go to London and Paris, which was really cool. And then in the spring, we my whole family went on the Caribbean cruise. I remember when that happened too. And it was like, you know, okay, well, what do you, which of these things do you want to go on? And I was like, I don't have enough paid time off to go on to <laughs> do all the traveling that you're doing, not nearly enough. Right. (laughs) Well, and we didn't even know where our international trip was. It was like a month after we had won, our director called us and was like, so how do we feel about London and Paris? And I was like, we feel really good about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But basically after that, I did a few more pageants and then 
finally decided that it was time to kind of go with my dream of Pennsylvania, USA. And I wanted to make sure, because then we started this business right after I gave up that international teen title. Mm -hmm. It was like three months later was when we launched online with White Elephant. And that was just growing like crazy. And so I wanted to make sure that I was in a point in my life where I felt comfortable comfortable enough to step away and be able to compete. And then if I won, everything would still be able to run. Mm-hmm. And so in 2018, I competed for the 2019 title. Um, and it was my first pageant with the swimsuit competition with the famous onstage question. Yeah. So I was really nervous, but I ended up placing second runner up. So I was like, all right, I'm giving it one more shot. We're going to come back, go big or go home. Um, and that was this past year. And I ended up winning. That's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole idea is just like that you had this all planned out and it just like it happened. I was <laughs> like, so excited. I was like, right? thank you, God. Like, like <laughs> this work out to oh my exactly God. my plan. That's yeah. yeah. so it's incredible. I mean, yeah. like the opportunities and things I think that you would get from, you know, networking with all of these people is right. just like you know, it's such a fantastic thing. Oh, my favorite thing this past year before COVID shut everything down was I got to go to Groundhog Day in Punxsutawney as Miss oh. Pennsylvania, USA. Fantastic. <laughs> I got to go on stage. <laughs> I got to meet Punxsutawney Phil. So talk about networking. Wow. <laughs> Man, you're in good now. <laughs> How about his cousin Gus? A little louder. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to meet uh, him yes. yet. Maybe if COVID hadn't happened. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll never know. But That's so cool. I mean, like, what, what I guess is it like to have a sister that is <laughs> Miss Pennsylvania? You're I, used you, to it now. <laughs> sort of. You never fully get yeah, used to it. I guess that's true. Yeah. You keep escalating it. That's the problem. <laughs> if you had stayed at the same level, I would have gotten used to it. But every time I turn around, you're like, here's my new title. Doing like, new here's my new, Yeah. Like, oh, I just had an, yeah, I was just at Groundhog Day like on the stage. I'm like, oh, okay. I just went to New York but this past weekend. Yeah. I, I've learned yeah. to expect to hear things like this constantly. Right. <laughs> yeah. so. That's true. Yeah. That's it's fair. Because so now we're... Um, yeah, we're prepping for Miss USA, which will be nationally televised, um, I think, on Fox wow. for everybody to see. We don't have a date yet. Everything got pushed back because mm-hmm. of COVID. So I'm still waiting to find out. But yeah, which is pretty crazy. I'll be on national TV in a swimsuit. Yes. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> Something I guess you could check off your bucket list if that's go. on there. But yeah, it's just it, it's crazy because I... My, I aspired always to be Miss Pennsylvania USA, mm-hmm. but I didn't really think after that. I wasn't right. like, well, if I'm Miss Pennsylvania USA, I get to go to Miss USA and compete for that title. My brain didn't like go that far. It kind of stopped. And so I that. was like, when I won, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm going to Miss USA. Oh, like, now what? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> the prep starts. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just been a really crazy, wild dream. No doubt. Sounds like it. I mean, so like, as far as the different kind of like restrictions and stuff like that, like, are you like, what kind of like strange rules do you have to follow being in, in, in holding a title like this? Um, there aren't, I mean, there's not like, like, I mean like social media wise, things like that. Well, I, I have, mean, like, I now have a second Instagram, Twitter and Facebook that I run as the mm-hmm. Miss Pennsylvania USA accounts. Um, so I'm posting basically on my personal, on yeah. white elephant, on all of my Miss Pennsylvania accounts. <laughs> like there would be just days that I would sit down and just like answer messages all day long. Email the one for the dog. Oh yeah. My dog has an Instagram too. So <laughs> you run a lot of accounts. you're an overachiever. But I try. <laughs> but, um, so I, you know, I would just found myself 
automatically extremely busy because yeah. um, you have to, you know, you're Miss Pennsylvania. You have to keep that going. It's not just like mm-hmm. you won this weekend and then that's it. Um, it's really a full-time job. And so, um, you know, you're required to go to as many appearances as you can, be out in the community. Um, and then the, just the main big requirement is that you have to go um, compete at Miss USA. So the day after I won, we were in a big contract signing and they immediately give you the contract for the, hey, I just won Miss USA contract. And I was like, oh. And um, because if you win Miss USA that night, they put you on a red-eye flight and move you to New York City for the year. And you live with Miss Universe in an apartment in Manhattan. Well, dang. So (laughs) they want to make sure that, you know, their state title holders are okay with that. (laughs) And so as soon as you win, you have to sign the the Miss USA contract. uh, And then you're allowed to go compete. Wow. This yeah. is, it's a, it sounds like a wild ride. It is. I, Thank yeah, you for noticing. I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like you've built the, uh, the base, you know, the foundation right. to, for this to like, to happen. And, and I mean, the, like the everything is set up. Right. You're ready and to go. We hope. Well, right? we hope. Because the interesting thing is since whoever wins Miss USA doesn't come home, you're, when you go and leave for the pageant, you don't know if you're coming back to your regular life or not. Yeah. So everybody typically has like a send off party. I don't know if that'll happen in COVID 2020, but right. yeah. um, everybody usually has a send off party as a way to be like, Hey, in case I don't come back, like, see ya. Wow. That's, <laughs> but, that is such a wild thing. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's exciting too. I mean, it's, there's so different from anything else yeah. out there that people really get to experience. It's so neat. I mean, like on top of, I guess, just seeing uh, like your pageant videos and stuff in the last few weeks just to Mm. like you know help me out with this interview and stuff (laughs) it was just like you know seeing like some videos of you online seeing you like on shoots in like Mm. new york and stuff it's 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 a lot of fun it's a lot of work it is a lot of work but it's a lot of fun as well yeah and i think especially um in the normal years when COVID-19 isn't a thing. People are going constantly all year round. And so mm-hmm. I was like that through the beginning of March. Yeah. And so when COVID hit, um, it wasn't, you know, a good reason that we all went into quarantine, but I right. got to at least take a little bit of a break. And mm-hmm. I felt like I needed that at the time. I needed a little bit of a mental reprieve. Um, and even so I'm, I'm just doing online appearances now because in-person yeah. events aren't really happening. So I feel like I'm having a very different year um, than other title holders and one that probably won't be forgotten oh, anytime yeah, soon. Definitely not <laughs> by yeah. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I mean, COVID as far as, you know, the whole pageantry thing had, it, that's just like, I don't I know nothing about that. That's <laughs> mind blowing. But like, as far as business goes and things right. like that, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, you guys get done in what, you said October of 2019 with the, the, the shop Greensburg here in Greensburg? Store, yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's got to be insane. Like, did you guys like basically just like hit a wall or was it kind of like, well, they're saying we should shut down. Like, what should we do? It's kind of like, well, was it a slow? I mean, I mean, we we shut down when they told us to. Okay. Right. So, but, yeah. You know, we ended 2019 like, I mean, we were we were like partying. Yeah, yeah, we, we were, were like, like we, this right, is yeah. fantastic. We did a ridiculous amount of things this year, especially the one thing that you did. <laughs> the one. <laughs> yeah, that one thing. That one thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and like all of it, we like met all this ridiculous list of goals, mm-hmm. and and we were riding high, right? And we were ready to have like 
an enormous 2020. Yeah. A, a 2020 where we have, you know, Victoria going on very frequent appearances and trips and being gone, but we've got two stories. We've got great people working in them. Mm-hmm. We've got a team. Like, we're going to do it. And then... Done. My mom right and I, at the beginning of February, we had gone to Las Vegas for a buying show. And mm-hmm. that's the mindset that we were in in February is buy big. Like mm. we, we have two storefronts. It's our first year. The world is great. The world yeah. is normal. Uh, let's buy everything that we can and go big or go home. And we went home <laughs> with COVID, <laughs> literally yeah. everybody went home. Um, but you know, yeah, we did shut down whenever we were told to, which I don't think really anybody expected our stores were closed for basically two and a half months. I think Mm -hmm. almost three months straight. And I always say, even though we were closed, I found myself busier than ever because we were just fighting every single day and pushing ourselves as hard as we could to make sure our business survived. We were pushing online so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, it worked out because we were able to open back up a lot of other small businesses, you know, locally across the state, across the country, even big retailers are going bankrupt and closing their doors for good. So we're just really thankful that both of our stores are back open and we've even reached more people online now through COVID. Yeah. We're lucky that we have the customers that we do Yeah, because they kept engaged with us and they kept shopping with us throughout. Um, and so, I mean, it hurt in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, Right. not as much as, as other people did though. Cause we have just, we have a phenomenal, uh, customer base that right. yeah. really likes to shop with us and we're glad that they do. <laughs> well, yeah. Sure thing. I mean, that's right. incredible that, you know, you had a nice customer base that was like willing to, you know, take in an uncertain time, spend money online. I right. mean, that's, that's fantastic. Take a chance on something that you can't come yeah. into the store and try on things right. like that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, God. They stuck with yeah. us. That's so tough. Those are like little things that like you don't think about. It's right. that was this was only a few months ago, you yeah. know, and you know, just the idea that like you couldn't try things on mm-hmm. and then once you took them home, you had to hold on to them forever. Right. Until who knows when you're allowed to return if, stuff. If we got a return, we had to like disinfect it like yeah. crazy. Right. Yeah. Like that's so wild. All these yeah. extra steps, you know, which right. are necessary. You gotta keep people safe, but I yeah. mean it makes things difficult. And we absolutely everybody's adjusted, I think, now too and yeah. We're, we're a lot less closed down than we were, but mm-hmm. again, it's still different. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, still very cautious, I think. And, but, you know, lightening up in, in certain areas. Cause like, I mean, we were just talking last night, uh, me and my wife, and we were just saying like, do you remember when we would get like Amazon packages? I mean, we'd go out with Lysol and like yeah. spray down the boxes and stuff. And yeah. Grocery like, shopping. Yeah. I would take like a, a Clorox wipe and wipe everything down as right. soon as we got back from the grocery store. I was leaving stuff in the basement. Yeah. Like for a mm-hmm. few hours or whatever, whatever the amount of time they told you yeah. to do it. And then, and then it's safe to touch. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it was tough because like, I mean, I was ordering video equipment. So oh, like, yeah. I, I can't oh. leave lenses sitting out on my porch. No. Right. I mean, A, they're going to get stolen and B, the weather's not great. So it's right. just like, I can't. So I'm outside with gloves and <laughs> taking the boxes, throw the nose in the, uh, you know, the garbage and yeah. then bringing those boxes in the house. Jeez. No. And it was just like, man. Oh, I was wearing, terrible. I was like the whole nine yards. I had like all the gloves on grocery shopping. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, my friend, Miss Maine, she had to travel to Texas um, yeah. within the past like month or two. And her mom made her wear like gloves, like two masks. And she had goggles because, you know, they were talking about like if COVID is yeah. transferred through right, like yeah. your sight, your eyes. Yeah, and so be wearing goggles. Yeah. And so yeah. she and posted, mother she, said, yes, you should. she sent me a, 
a, a selfie of her like on the plane just with goggles on and like oh masks God. and gloves. That's and awesome. I was like, I'm shocked they let you on the plane like that. <laughs> <Right>. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're definitely allowed to do some weird shit now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like walking into a store with a bandana over your face. Right. I feel like I'm never going to get used to that. Yeah. Because I've it's been so doing strange. the bandana. Yeah. Um, for the most part, as my mask, and yeah, it feels like I'm I'm like a like an old Western, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like crazy bandit or something right, walking yeah. into Walmart. You do. It just doesn't match up it's, at all. It's almost right. kind of fun. It's like yo, I've kind of wanted to do this before, <laughs> and now I get to. It's yeah. I wanted to look like yeah, a the vigilante. first time doing that was definitely <laughs> yeah. the weirdest. I was like, if I had done this last week, they would have kicked me out. Oh my god! Absolutely. And now they're gonna kick me out if I don't. Do yeah, that. it's the weirdest thing. It was. It was, it was like that whole like everybody adapted so quickly mm-hmm. while well, some people aren't adapting but <laughs> it's just like you know it's real tough and it was i remember going to the store talking to my mom on the phone and i was like oh my god there's somebody in the in the produce section with a mask on like yeah. this is crazy yeah. and i remember the person beside me was like oh my god i saw them and that was like nuts right and a week later Everybody. i had a mask yep. on right. and then i was wearing gloves and i'm just like man this is crazy. You know what I mean? I don't you know think what? anybody that, would have predicted. No, ever. that was the weirdest trip, though, actually, now that you bring that up. Was yeah. that I did do the Walmart trip where it's not a rule yet, but about 50% of people yep. yeah, maybe have a mask on. That was the weird one. Oh, my favorite <laughs> was thing strange. was when people were, um, you know, stockpiling all the toilet paper and everything. Oh, I went yeah. to Giant Eagle and the frozen ice cream section was just wiped out. You know how long that section is? <laughs> yeah. There was no ice cream in sight. Oh my and God. I was like, I guess that's essential. People know what they need. They're like, if I'm going to stay home, I'm going to enjoy I need it. all the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> you got to eat your feelings at that point. <laughs> Sometimes you do. It was, it was shocking. I loved it. Yeah. Oh my God. Awesome. Well, I had a great time talking to you guys. Thanks. I really, so I'm super pumped to like see what goes on with you. This is like, <laughs> I will keep you fantastic. updated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, obviously if, you know, when we're all done here, when you're done with your pageant, we got to get you guys back on. Yeah. Talk yeah about your experience and stuff. That would be then, awesome. Uh, I would fun. love that. Yeah. Be pretty awesome. It's, it's great. I am very interested in, you know, watching the store grow and everything. I, you know, I hope you guys open three locations. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Right? Don't say that around my dad. <laughs> yeah. He's all for that. <laughs> we got to have to talk him down a little yeah. bit sometimes. <laughs> but thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate the support, though. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you for having Thanks. us. Thanks. All right. There they go. Zach and Victoria Pickett of the White Elephant Boutique here in Greensburg and one out there in Irwin. My wife and I actually went to visit the store a few weeks ago and... We were like really impressed with the variety of clothing and the affordability of everything inside of the store. It's affordable for everybody. I'm not just saying that. I promise. So if you haven't yet, get down there and get yourself something pretty at the White Elephant. And uh, if you want to check them out online, you can check them out at whiteelephant.com. That's W-I-G-H-T elephant.com. And uh, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. You can also show your support for Victoria by following her on Instagram and keeping an eye on her journey. She is about to compete for Miss USA, as I said in the beginning of this. And I think that is just insane. It's crazy to think that, you know, we have right here local celebrity and potentially Miss USA Victoria Pickett. So check her out on Instagram and keep an eye on her journey. This is all the time we have for today. If you're on Facebook, just go ahead and hit that share button. It takes less than a second and 
you're really supporting local businesses and the community here and this very podcast. So I would appreciate it very much so. As always, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I'll see you next week.